Welcome to another episode of Coder Spotlight, where we interview developers, designers, and other contributors in the world of custom software. Today's guest is Crystal Ten, an Agile Thought developer. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me today. So let's jump into it and talk about your history with software development. When did you first get introduced to code? When I was in middle school, I started doing a little bit of HTML, CSS, and some Photoshop. There was a cute little site called Neopets, and I had these little virtual pets that I really wanted to make a shop for with cool backgrounds and customized, I guess, paintbrushes and other little, I guess, pictures that I can make on the internet. And that was kind of my first introduction, and that got me into web design in both high school and college, where I helped a lot of clubs and organizations. From there, I went into medical school, which is interesting, and yeah. I didn't really do much web design there because I kind of had no time. I got ran over with learning to try and be a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, in my third year of med school, I decided that I didn't want to be a doctor anymore. It wasn't something that was enjoyable for me or that I was looking forward to my day. And so uh, I decided to go into development. And then my first exposure to it was about two and a half years ago to C Sharp, SQL, and JavaScript. And that was where I started my career. Wow. You started as trying to be a doctor. Yeah, so I have a degree in chemistry, and then I went to med school, and then after that left and uh, moved on to this. Wow. You're a jack of all trades. That's really interesting. <laughs> if anything happens here, medical-wise, we're going to run after you. Yeah, I'm here to do CPR or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was the first language you said you used? Uh, the first language was C-sharp. So it's the one I'm still using today at work here. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's convenient. Yep. Have you learned basic? No, I didn't get to do that one. No? (laughs) Yeah, I started two recently, so it's not really something I think that they use currently day to day. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what it sounds like. A lot of people start with basic, but they never use it in their Mm -hmm. career. Yeah, so I kind of just started with um, what I needed to work and um, basically just tried to hone skills for, hey, this is what I need for a practical day to day job. And then as much um, things around that, and then from there, just things that I thought were interesting, like if I thought it was games or if I want to learn um, other uh, lower-level languages on the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you make games? Um, I went to a few meetups for games, and I, I tried to do a little bit here and there. Like I found YouTube tutorials, but I haven't been able to finish a game on the side just because work's been so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool, because I remember you saying that you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love to play video games, so that's a really big hobby, definitely, after work. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite? Uh, yep, favorite game is uh, Dota 2. Um, it's on Steam, so it's, I've logged a lot of hours on there. Yeah. <laughs> a little too many. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the first program you wrote? Uh, I think the first one was a Zelda shop. So, you know, like in Zelda, you go in, as a little shopkeeper says, hey, you know, there's three items, which one do you want? It's this many rupees, and it subtracts them. And it was like a procedural programming one, um, pretty simple, but it was kind of I guess where I started and thought of programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny that Zelda did that for you. Yep, it did. <laughs> was there anything specific that drew you to technology and software development? Uh, my brother was a really big influence towards getting me into development. So he's a, a senior engineer doing Java um, elsewhere in Tampa. And so he was kind of the one that was like, hey, you know, you're really miserable in medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you start looking at other careers? You know, take a little bit off, take a leave of absence and see if this is something you'd enjoy. And so he took time with me. Um, and so for, I think about four weeks, he'd spend two, three nights on TeamViewer with me at night remotely. 
and he would go through coding examples with me and try and show me all of the like initial basics and he would talk to me about his job and tell me hey this is the really good stuff at work and this is the bad things and mm-hmm. as an overall picture this is what it looks like to be a developer is this something that you think that you would want to do and so that was my influence and you know definitely it was something I said I wanted to do and was all for because it, it was tons of puzzle solving um it was exciting it was like huge relief when I would uh be able to fix something that um, made me happy. And mm-hmm. So that's kind of what got me into development, my brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you considered him your mentor? Yeah, he's definitely my mentor and helped me out a lot at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long has he been involved in that? Uh, involved in development? Mm-hmm. or Right. Uh, I would say about 15 plus years. Oh, wow. So a long time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be a great mentor. <laughs> what aspect of your job do you like most? I think I like most that we have... Uh, I guess a large team of really um, excited, dedicated, smart people who are all willing to put in everything and that we can get a lot done as a team. We collaborate a lot and everyone has these great ideas that they pitch in and um, the software just becomes something great after a while. Um, It's something cool to be able to make software that is good and then it's even more cool to make something that I guess the client didn't even know they needed, like something that is just essential, awesome and like the UI is perfect Mm -hmm. where it's like a pleasure to use the software in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through the day-to-day, what you do? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, in the morning when we get here, there's a daily stand-up. And so it's about 15 minutes and everyone on the team shares what they're doing. And we kind of organize our board. So we have TFS where everyone keeps track of their task and what's going on. Um, we mm-hmm. share that there and we say, hey, you know, this is what we're doing today. These are any impediments. This is what um, our overall plan is. And then I kind of get started on the tasks. And so if there's a certain task that I'm working on, I'll get through as much as I possibly can, or if there's bug fixes. Um, and we're always constantly talking to each other back and forth to help each other out. Mm-hmm. And so if there's any kind of problem that's involved, someone will jump in and say, hey, I've worked on that. Let me help you with this. Um, so it's a really nice collaborative environment. How do you feel about your team members? Uh, I love all of them. They're great people. Um, everyone's willing, willing to step in and help out. If someone finishes their work first, they say, hey, you know, who can I help? Where can I help? What can I do to make things better? And so we're always there looking out for each other, and it feels really nice to have a good team. Mm -hmm. Are any of your team members also mentors to you? Um, I'd say one of them has been kind of looking out and helping, and he's there to be like, hey, you know, like, um, do you need help with anything? And it's nice to see um, that they're kind of watching out to make sure that I'm doing okay and that um, I'm keeping up with everybody and that I don't have any questions. So definitely. And the architects have been really great. They've always been, you know, checking and um, giving me, like, ideas for books that I should read or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, good websites to learn new things. Um, And so it's it's really nice to see that they want to, you know, see, like, personal development and software in addition to things that help the project out. Right. So with you learning software development, did you mostly rely on, on books or YouTube videos or... Uh, for the most part, I think I relied on um, GitHub repositories, other people uploading code samples and saying, you know, here, this is what I made. And I would kind of like dig through those and take those apart. Things like, I guess, a uh, code project, they have a lot of tutorials. So I would go through those, any kind of tutorials that was building an app and had step-by-step instructions. That was basically the main thing I would do. And then um, otherwise, if I had any questions, I would just try and ask people around me. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like, hey, I learned this thing online. Um, can you explain this better? Could you give me a real-world example? Could you tell me how this is used or if this is anywhere in our current application? So I'd ask my brother, I'd ask people at work, um, anyone that I knew that was a developer, I'd try and ask them things to, um, I guess, get a better interactive learning experience about it. Mm-hmm. And you said you stay involved in the in the development community locally. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
You go to a lot of meetups? Uh, I, I went to some meetups for um, the game development mostly, and so I liked those a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of Agile Pop people were here too, because I met a lot of them at that time, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice to just see a lot of people who really wanted to do things on the side and build things. And uh, I made some really good friends there in the community. I saw some really cool apps that people made at home on the side. So yeah, I really enjoyed going to those. Do you have any plans to, to do anything on the side as far as making apps or games? Um, recently, uh, I saw there's a game maker, Humble Bundle, and I bought that, and I really want to try and dig into that and see, um, I guess, the source code for a lot of games that are already made, so I can kind of see how they did that, and so maybe things like that will be fun, or just, um, I like making a lot of apps that are useful, so for me, like, I like uh, learning about the stock market. It'd be cool to make a free app for the stock market that I can try and, you know, play pretend money, mm -hmm. in a sense, or pretend points, and see what would happen to it, or something like a flight tracker to see things like, hey, um, what's what's the cheapest way for me to possibly get flights? Uh, mm -hmm. Should I fly to different places? You know, is it round trip? Is it single ones? What's the easiest way? So things that are applicable to like my day-to-day -day life are things that I like to make apps for. I think that's a great idea. I would use both of those apps. <laughs> that's awesome. Them. Mm -hmm. Are there any new um, technologies coming up that you're looking forward to? I think the technology would be that um, Game Maker Bundle probably. Yeah. So basically I said digging through that and seeing what people have made. Um, also it's cool because it was $15 and you got a bunch of games, I think maybe 15 games, all the source code. And then in addition to that you get um, the Game Maker and like all the extra bundles and packs that are really, really expensive otherwise. So mm -hmm. that's probably the next thing I'll dig into when I get some free time. Yeah. Are you excited about any hardware devices that you're currently using or that are being released soon? Uh, there's a couple of new ones that I'm really excited about. One of them I saw, um, it was a YouTube video, it was this suitcase, um, like a luggage, and it follows you around. And so it, it could even mm -hmm. go up and down like bumps, and it would deal with, hopefully deals with, you know, like airport. I, I'm not sure how it tracks it to you exactly, but it'll follow you at a decent pace, and so you don't have to drag your luggage with you. Yeah. Um, so that one was really cool, and that one's, it's I awesome. think it's being released soon, yeah. It's, I think it's a $400 piece of luggage, so it's, it's a little Ooh. more expensive than most regular <laughs> luggage. <laughs> It's but a luxury item. <laughs> it is, but it's very cool. Um, the other one that's really cool is there's a little translator. It's like a tiny handheld device, almost looks like a small like Bluetooth earpiece. Um, and then you hold it in front of you, you talk to someone, and then it'll translate it um, right now to Japanese directly. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and then it translates it back. So then when someone speaks Japanese back to you, it'll translate it back to English. So immediately after they uh, say a sentence, it'll spit out in the um, language it's translating to. And so like, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, I, think, I think they open source release it to other people to be able to add extra languages. And so seeing that working mm -hmm. for a lot of languages, and I'd love to see that in, I don't know, like conferences or something, mm -hmm. uh, medical, actually. That would be really nice to have that in like, a medical patient room because there's a lot of language barriers there. Right. That would make me feel better and more secure just traveling because mm -hmm. that's really the reason why I think a lot of people are kind of fearful of traveling and not understanding one another. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's great to have, like, I guess, communication that way and in case you need anything or have an emergency. Like, it's just important to have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, our last question, which is our fun question. What is your favorite mobile app you cannot live without? I'd say my favorite mobile app is um, Anki Flashcards. And so this is something that uh, it has the space repetition for something that you want to learn. So right now I've been using this for learning a foreign language. Um, it's something that I can make a lot of little flashcards on my computer. Um, I even made a tiny program that I could put all the flashcards like in a text pad or an Excel sheet and then put it in there and it'll spit out a lot of cards. Nice. And um, it's just like a nice little learning tool that you can take anywhere. Like I can be waiting in line for something or shopping and literally take it out for a few minutes and it helps me um, be able to learn new words. 
And that's also something that I used back in medical school when I had to memorize a lot of things in my head. Yeah. 10,000 cards in some of these decks and I was trying oh to memorize them. So this this app has really been a lifesaver in a lot of ways and it's awesome. Is it free? It is free. Wow. Yeah. What, remind me, what is it called? Anki. Anki. Yep, A-N-K-I. Okay, I'll yep. have to look into that. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much. If you'd like to listen to more podcasts or if you're interested in finding out how Agile Thought can help your next IT projects, visit agilethought.com.